friends, welcome back to another episode of Q Kind Of. If it is your first time here, hello, hi. My name is Layla and welcome to my beauty and lifestyle podcast. So in today's episode, we're going to be doing how to properly remove your makeup. I'm not a makeup removing expert. I'm pretty sure like last week I realized that I still had eyelash glue on from like a week prior. So I'm definitely not the expert. However, as we are quickly approaching summer and I know we're all going to start going out more and maybe wearing more makeup, we should touch base on how to properly remove your makeup. So I'm just gonna talk about what I do and then I'm going to talk about what I don't do. And then I'm going to talk about what I read in some articles about removing your makeup or makeup removal advice. Like I said, I'm not an expert and however which way you remove your makeup, if it works for you, good. Like keep it as it is. Um, Like when I do episodes like this, I never wanna talk down on people who do certain things with their beauty routines only because they're very, very personal to the individual. And honestly, if it works for you, it works for you. But like my job here for this podcast is never tell you, never telling you how to run your life or like your beauty routine. Okay, I think I rambled on enough, so we're just gonna get started. So I don't know about you, but I think when it comes to beauty, I wasn't the biggest skincare person as much as I was a makeup person. I think now since quarantine and for the past few years, definitely not in college though, but for the past like year, I would say that I've definitely gotten more into skincare, meaning that I've kind of like stabilized my routine of what to use and added a few products, got rid of a few products, so on and so forth. You know, There's just the feeling of like taking off your makeup after a very long day that's just like, yes, I'm ready for bed. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I used to be a huge fan of Bubs Beauty's YouTube channel. She does vlogging now, which I watch here and there, but I used to love her makeup videos. And one of my favorite videos she used to make were like the get ready with me's or like the get unready with me's where she would like show you taking off her makeup. And it was just so relaxing and I just love watching those. So if you need some makeup removal inspiration, definitely watch those, I'll link them on the blog. But starting off, I have my little bin here of all the products I use. So we're gonna talk about what I actually do first. If you hear some noises, it's because I'm grabbing things like my phone and the products so I can talk about them, but All right, starting off with my favorite type of product to remove makeup, it is micellar water. You've probably heard about it before, but if you have not or don't actually know what micellar water is, according to this Healthlight article by Rachel Link, reviewed by Miho Hatanaka, micellar water is made using purified water, moisturizers like glycerin, and mild surfactants, which are compounds used for cleansing. The molecules of these mild surfactants join to form micelles, a type of spherical chemical structure that helps pull dirt and oil from the skin. Five health benefits include that it promotes skin hydration, removes dirt and oil, good for all skin types, keeps skin clear, and it's portable and convenient. I read this in an article once, I just don't remember which article, but in French skincare, um, a lot of people don't use like the normal, like washing your face with water and like cleanser. Instead, they'll just go in with like a cotton pad and use micellar water every morning and night to help cleanse their skin, which I thought was very interesting. And I used to do that. Like literally I used to do that. I stopped because I like cleansing my skin, but 
I just thought that was a really cool tidbit. Considering the fact that, what's the word, like removing your makeup with soap and water is so heavily pushed. So it was very interesting to see the cultural difference. The micellar water I use is the Garnier micellar water. I have the blue one, which is the waterproof one. I have the green one, which is the matte one. And I also actually have the pink one micellar foaming cleanser. In my opinion, my favorite is the blue one, obviously, because it removes waterproof makeup as well. This is definitely my favorite. So how I use this is I'll put it on a reusable cotton round. I'll link the cotton rounds I use. However, I don't really like them. I'm still trying to find better reusable cotton rounds for makeup remover. So if you have any suggestions, let me know. I usually focus this product on the eyes specifically, and it's when I'm not wearing a lot of eye makeup. And what I mean by that is like anything that's not like, like I'm using MAC Paint Pod and like I have a smoky eye, I'm wearing like 12 different colors, like a really heavy lashes, very heavy liner. If it's just a normal makeup day, I'll use this. I'll take two cotton rounds and I'll apply the product and then put it on my eye, leave it on for like 10 seconds and then wipe it off. And then whatever's left over, I'll just wipe it all over my face. And then I'll go in with a Q-tip and I'll get any extra liner on around the eyes, the tight lines, so on and so forth. So that way I'm kind of removing everything. The green one though, I use this one right before I do my makeup. So like, let's say I do my skincare in the morning and then around the afternoon, I have to go somewhere or I want to do my makeup. In that period of time, I feel like your skin does like accumulate oil and dirt. And I do have oily skin, so it does accumulate oil. So I'll go in with the matte one just to cleanse my skin and then do my skincare routine again and then do my makeup. So I'm not necessarily redoing my entire skincare routine again. It's just like a really easy way for me to cleanse my skin and just get a good makeup application. And I actually highly recommend it. And then for the micellar foaming cleanser, I have this. I just don't use it that much. I have it on my vanity in case I want to use it. I haven't used it in a while. I think it's good, but then again, I prefer my micellar cleansing waters in a cotton round rather than the cleanser. So those are the three micellar water cleansers I use. I wrote a blog post a really, really long time ago about these three makeup removers because I've been using these since college. I'll link that on the blog so you can read through that. I think that's also where I mentioned like the French micellar water routine thing. So definitely check that out. Okay, so let's say I'm having a very heavy makeup day, whether that be I'm wearing a smoky eye, a bunch of eyelid makeup, um, I've done every single step in the makeup routine. Then in that case, I'll go in with the Glossier Milky Oil Waterproof Makeup Remover. I use this mainly on my eyes. This is probably my favorite eye makeup remover. I don't use it very often because like I said, I only use this for when I have heavier eye makeup days. The reason why I like this a lot is like the micellar water, it's not heavy. Also on top of that, it's the, one of the only makeup cleansers or eye makeup cleansers I have used that doesn't like cloud my eyes. I don't know about you guys, but that happens to me a lot when I'm like cleansing my skin of makeup. Like I'll get some of the cleanser in my eye and it'll just cloud it and it'll be really annoying because I have to like rub my eyes and then wash my face like five times just to get it out. But this is one of the only products that doesn't do that to me. Um, and I use this mainly around my eyes. I don't really use it on the rest of my face, but it does work on the rest of your face and it is marketed and said to be used to remove all your makeup. 
Um, I went on Glossier just to look at the price and I was reading through the comments and I totally agree they should make a bigger bottle of this. And then also what would be really, really nice is that they make the bigger bottle and then put it in like the pump the Glossier solution is in where you just like press down at the top with the cotton pad and it will disperse the product. I think that's really, really nice. So that is my favorite heavy makeup remover and I would suggest it to just try it if you just want a good staple makeup remover in general. I didn't mention this before, but the Garnier Micellar Water retails for about five to seven dollars. It comes with 13.5 ounces um, or 400 ml, and it comes in three different sizes. So there's like a very tiny travel size, the normal medium size, which is the 13.5 ounces, and then it comes with the very large size. The Glossier Milky Oil is $12 for 3.4 fluid ounces or 100 ml. Alright, so when I use my cellar water or the Milky Oil, it doesn't remove all my makeup, but it really does help break all of it down so it's much easier for me to remove and I'm not like rubbing and tugging at my face. But after I use those products, I go in with my face cleansing oil. So the oil I use is the Kosei Softimo Speedy Oil Cleanser. It retails for $10 to $15, eight fluid ounces for 230 ml. It comes in three different versions. This is the lightest oil. Um, and you can buy it off of YesStyle, which is where I kind of recommend everyone go to buy Asian beauty products. But you can also buy it on Amazon for like $10. Be wary, I don't know if that's real or it's fake. There's a lot of like counterfeit skin, Asian skincare products on Amazon for some reason. So just be wary of that and do your research. But this is really nice. Um, it breaks down the makeup really, really well. And because the oil's pretty thin, you can work it into the skin very easily. Also on top of that, uh, I like using a face scrubber with this. The one I have is from Sephora and it retails for about like $7, which is pretty cheap or seven to $8. I don't really remember, but I'll link it on the blog. And this is just a nice extra step to help me break down and just cleanse my face from all the makeup. As you can see, I'm very anal about makeup removal, but I really like this one. I'll sometimes do this at my bathroom sink, but another piece of advice I would do is I just jump in the shower right after doing the um, my cellar waters take my cleansing oil with me and after I let the steam kind of like break down the makeup it's itself I'll go in with the cleansing oil just to kind of remove everything um, and in general when it comes to this I do this routine like very um interchangeably so like sometimes I'll just jump straight in the shower with my makeup on and wait a few minutes with the steam and then use my cleansing oil. And then when I come out of the shower, if I have any leftover makeup or I just wanted to do one extra wipe to make sure all the makeup's removed, I'll go in with the micellar water or I'll do micellar water first or I'll do the cleansing oil first. It just depends on my mood for the day. But another thing I use very often, well, not very often, occasionally if I want to, is face makeup removing cloths. At Sephora, they're called the Makeup Eraser and they retail for about $20 for one. My friend gave me like a pack of five in high school. I don't know where she got it from, but I still use them to this day and they're like one of my favorite products. I think they're so good. Um, I use them specifically when I'm doing my makeup. Like I'll wipe my excess makeup on there. If I'm doing swatches, I'll use that to keep and wipe it off wipe off my makeup off my arms and my hands. Uh, also, I'll use it to help um, remove 
face oil, like the face oil I use to break down my makeup, which is really, really handy. I'm pretty sure they're made of like polyester, but I'm not very sure. However, I would look into them and I'm pretty sure you can, you don't have to buy the $20 one that comes with one. I'm pretty sure you can find other ones. I know there's like the face halo. I know like there's a bunch on Sephora. Sephora probably has their own as well. It's definitely a lot more environmentally conscious because you get to reuse them and then you can just wash them when you're done with them. And yeah, I actually really, really like them. I would highly recommend them. All right, so let's say I removed my face makeup with the face oil in the shower came out. If I have excess makeup on, I'll remove it with the Garnier micellar water. Just one extra time. I usually have like running mascara, but then I need to do toner and everyone knows, like, you know when you use toner and then you think your face is clean, but then you like use a toner and then you can see all the stuff you missed. Yeah, that's what usually happens to me. But but for toners, I use a Neutrogena alcohol-free toner. I've mentioned it before. Um, and then a new one I've been using is the Ordinary Gly Glycolic Acid Toner. And I use them both interchangeably throughout the week, depending on what else I'm doing on my skincare routine. But it's very important to me to remove all the makeup from my hairline. Like that's the one place where I think like I can't get in with actual like micellar water or like oil cleanser. Like I need to remove it and make sure all, like every single like crevice of my face has been run through with the toner because like I cannot sleep at night knowing that my makeup is still on my face, honestly. I don't know if you guys are like that, but I'm kind of crazy like that. All right, so that is pretty much everything I use when I'm removing makeup. But now I wanna talk about what I don't use. And the reason why I wanna talk about them is not to like, to like degrade it, but just to talk about like why I specifically don't use these products. Um, one is cleansing bombs. So cleansing bombs are very, very popular. I think like a lot of major brands have them. I've tried the Clinique Take the Day Off. So, I'm a very quick person when it's trying when I'm trying to like take off my makeup, hence why I like my cellar water, um, the speedy oil, so on and so forth. I think the cleansing balm is really, really good. Um, and it really does help break down all your makeup. So it comes out in a balm, you rub it in, and as you rub it into your face, it will like turn into a more of like an oil or like a softer soapy or a soft like soap. Um, and I didn't really like it. I thought it was like super heavy on my face and when I'm removing makeup, I don't like the heaviness of oil. Hence why I like the micellar water and this lightness of the speedy oil. So that's why I don't use them, but that's definitely another option if you're interested. Next is makeup wipes. So I don't use makeup wipes very often anymore. I don't even have makeup wipes, I think. Makeup wipes, I didn't like like tugging at my skin with them especially around my eyes and sometimes the what is it the cloth would be a little irritating or the actual like solution in the cloth would be irritating to my eyes and a lot of times my eyes would just end up like red which I didn't really like and it's not it wasn't like good for me so I stopped using them however I do use them when I go on vacation or like I'll have a few in my bag if I'm going places also, they're very handy when you're doing your makeup and you mess up. So I like them for that. I don't really use them like on a regular basis to remove my makeup. Next is a very random one, but it's skincare with like a rose scent or rose water. So my skin is actually allergic to rose water. I don't know why. 
but I've also tried the Glossier Milky Jelly Cleanser and I like it and I think it does a really good job like removing your makeup but the rose scent in it just irritates my skin. My skin cannot handle like rose scents whether it be like authentic or fake it just cannot handle it so I don't use products with rose water in them so tell but tell me if you guys use products with rose water I used to use the Mario Badescu rose water spray and that was good like I I don't remember having a lot of issues with it but when it comes to other products I've tried with rose water like I said I'm not here to like tell you how to do your routine or like tell you what's right or wrong because in general like I said your makeup routine, beauty routine, skincare routine, any kind of routine is kind of secret and personalized to the person, so yeah. Now let's talk about some tidbits I read in some articles. Alright, so the first article I have is from Glamour. It's titled, How to Remove Makeup, 7 Tips to Get Every Last Bit Off by Petra Gulametti. But the first point they made is many people do not use cleansers that are meant to remove makeup. And it recommends to double cleanse. Uh, okay, so I'm crazy. <laughs> and so I kind of triple cleanse where I use the micellar water, then the oil, and then I have to go in with my acne cleanser because I think I've mentioned, but I have pretty acne prone skin. And I think what keeps it from not like festering very often is that I do use a acne cleanser every single day. But just like you need an acne cleanser with acne fighting ingredients in it to get rid of acne, you need like a makeup remover with makeup removing properties, so that's very important to keep in mind. The article also emphasized, make sure to cleanse the edges of your eyelid. If there's one zone that's frequently neglected during makeup removal, it's the elusive edge of your eyelid, where liner and mascara can build up over time and lead to eye irritation. So like a sty, if you've ever had those. If you've ever, if you have never had a sty, you are very lucky and I hope you never get one. Like I honestly hope you don't get one. They're very annoying. Especially if you tight line your eyes with waterproof liquid, you might need to get in there with a more targeted tool and make sure every last speck is gone. And this is a quote for detail work. I love the DHC cotton swabs with olive oil, says makeup artist Nick Burroughs. They break everything down so you don't have to scrub, which results in lashes breaking off and falling out. Speaking of lashes falling out, you should also never tug stubborn mascara chunks off with your finger. To coax clumps off without doing harm, make sure you, you give your remover enough time to penetrate. And then press down gently with a flat cotton pad, moving slowly in the direction your lashes grow to slide mascara mascara off. Very good tip. Because usually, like I said, I'm a very speedy person when I'm trying to remove my makeup. So sometimes I do forget that. Next, it recommends that you use cotton pads or flat cotton pads over cotton balls. And this is a quote, cotton balls can leave behind residue or breakdown during usage and leave fibers on your lashes or skin, says dermatologist Rebecca Kazin. That can lead to irritation at time when you're trying to detox and soothe. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like using a flat cotton pad is a lot more efficient than a cotton ball. So I haven't used them in a very long time. But yeah, I can definitely see that happening. Like definitely when I use a cotton ball, but then also a cotton pad, I'll get random like fibers on my lashes, which just end up irritating my eyes or even on my face, which is just annoying. So I would suggest that, but I would suggest a high quality cotton pad. Make sure you don't get a cheap one because those those are what's gonna like leave the fibers on your eyes and on your face. Next article is from Allure. It's called How to Remove Your Makeup, Seven Tips from Cosmetic Experts by Christy Kellogg and Sophia Penich. So 
there's a lot of tips in this article, but it recommends to use oil-based cleansers to remove waterproof or hard-to-remove makeup. I agree with this. Um, I know a lot of people don't like to use oils because they think it's going to clog their skin, but and in the article, it also recommends that you can use certain types of oils to help break down other types of oils, especially on your face, which is something I forget very often. And then next, which talks about washing your face. So it basically says you don't have to wash your face in the morning if you did your skincare routine the night before. So this is the quote. That's right, you don't necessarily have to wash your face in the morning if you washed it the night before. Your skin is already clean at this point, and if you suffer from dry skin, washing it in the morning can actually further strip the skin of moisture. You do not need to always wash it in the morning. However, people with oily skin, people with oily skin should wash again in the morning to remove oil buildup from the night before. In the article, they quoted Laura Mercier, Oh my god, I forgot how to say your name. Laura Mercier, Laura Mercier Cosmetics, and then celebrity makeup artist Maria Varel. Um, I don't know who is necessarily quoted for this exact piece of information. It is one of them though. But I actually used to do this in high school where I would just wake up in the morning and just splash my face with like cold water and then be out the door. Actually not out the door, I would just like wipe it. <laughs> I would just splash it with cold water and then I would put on a moisturizer and then be out the door. Don't forget to moisturize. <laughs> but yeah, that pretty much wraps up the entire episode. I think it's at like 25 minutes. I'm probably gonna cut this entire thing down to like less than 20 minutes, but we'll see. All right, if you would like to listen to future episodes of Q Kind Of, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Castbox, iHeartRadio, Bullhorn, Amazon Podcast, and pretty much any other major podcast streaming service. If you'd like to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at QKindOfPodcast. I deleted our QKindOfTwitter because I didn't want to deal with it anymore. I'm trying to work on a master plan to get off Twitter. It's not working very well, but we'll get there. And then you can email me at helloqkindof at gmail.com. And like always, all products mentioned are already linked and listed on the blog at www.qkindof.com. All right, so that wraps up today's episode. Let's see what I want to talk about. So first things first. Ramadan Mubarak, if you are Muslim or you are what's the word, participating in Ramadan this year, I hope it's going very well. Today is the third day, I believe. Yeah, it is the third day. It's been a pleasant three days so far. But then again, I've been waking up late, so who knows. So I hope it's going well and Ramadan Mubarak to everyone who is listening to this. Next, I was trying to think about what to talk about and I wanted to talk about getting this, the second dose of the vaccine. So I got my second dose like a couple days ago and like it knocked me out. Like it was so intense. I got Pfizer and I was sick the entire day. The reason why I wanted to mention it is because if I have to give a recommendation, the day after you get the vaccine, just give yourself an entire day just to be sick. Some people don't react the same as other people. My mom got her second dose yesterday and I don't know, she said she wasn't sick in the morning when I talked talk to her. She's taking a nap right now, but she takes a nap every single day, so who knows? I'll ask her when she wakes up, but I gotta recommend that you should just take the entire next day off, like turn it into a self-care day. Turn it into a day where you don't have to think about anything and you can just watch movies or play a game. That's my number one recommendation. 
I was, it, I haven't felt like that kind of sick in a very long time. When my sister got the second dose, she got nauseous and she like threw up, but I didn't have that. I did get nauseous though, um, because I was drinking bubble tea. Yeah, like I was drinking bubble tea and I was getting really full and I think I got nauseous from that. So I just stopped drinking it. But in general, yeah, the second shot, very intense, <laughs> knocked me out. The following day though, I was a lot better. Like I feel like I still was a little bit sick in the morning, but then towards the evening, I was like fine. And then the day after that, I was like completely fine. So, so that was my experience with getting the vaccine. So now we go into fully vaccinated girl summer. So I will see you guys there or I don't know, who knows? I'm still going to, I'm still going to be at home. So we will see. Um, with that being said, I hope everyone can get a vaccine appointment. I don't know what it's like where you live. I know for every state and even probably city, it's different. So yeah, I hope you guys have luck getting your vaccine appointments. Good luck with the second shot and have a great week. So I'm uploading this on Monday. So have a great week. Also have a great weekend. And I will talk to you guys next week on Monday. Thank you for listening. Bye.